Man, I'm doing really well. Doing really well and wonderful, man. We had a lot of boxing we need to cover actually the, yes. over the past few weeks. So yes. it's always good to see you. It's always good to be back in the lab, man, taking care of business, talking about the thing and the sport we love most, man. That's just boxing. That's what I'm talking about, man. And How especially you... I'm actually uh, excited to talk about it after this horrible NBA All-Star weekend. Oh, you know bro. what? I think, I think this is... I haven't really watched the NBA All-Star game in probably like eight years, but just from what I read about it, you know, tweets and all that, and the highlights I've seen, I'm just like, I'm not missing Have you anything. ever had a – have you ever seen an NBA dunk contest where every highlight was a miss? Of what they could have done and what they should have done? Yeah. Nah, it's, it's a little bit different nowadays, man. It's just – I don't know. The quality of the game, honestly, hasn't really uh, – and I'm trying not to be the old head, but the quality of uh, what the production, what they're putting out on the All-Star Weekend, even an NBA head. game. They just but don't, these just cats like, just don't know what music is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are we winning? <laughs> there are two kinds of people. People on my team or losers. No. Two kinds of people. The men that want to be me and the women that want to be me. Exactly, baby. <laughs> that's, <right. laughs> that's, so. a, that's, that's a quote from Easy Money. By uh -huh, yeah. Well, that was a quote from Kanye. One more time. Actually, no more time. <laughs> no more time. <laughs> One more time. Yep. Just, just out of respect for there's two types. Kanye. There's two types of people. People on my team or losers. That's it, man. Quote, man. I'll give now. Is it? Too bad he didn't put it on 80 albums. <laughs> you don't know, man. Dope. You ain't ever listened to his catalog, man. He might have. I, I, I like It's one of these things... I, I can meditate to Kanye because the beats are dope and I can tune them out. <laughs> you know oh, right, I, love you. I love your hate for Kanye. I know. And, and it's, it's at a point where it's so much a part of me. I refuse to allow him to make anything I can like. That's how I feel about Drake. I feel it. I can see that. Yeah. That makes you No, know, it's like, yeah. Cool. And every man right now, especially men and possibly women. Well, okay. For women, think about other women that you work with, and then you'll understand what we're talking about. <laughs> All right, let's get into this, man. Let's recap because we had, we haven't been able to talk about the what we just saw, the Rod Rodriguez and Quadras. Yeah, which was a good fight for Rodriguez. Yeah, it was. That was actually a good fight. It was just a. Uh... Carlos Quadras. Yeah, Juan Francisco Estrada. Um, and then the thing is, you got a young, hungry. Uh, capable fighter in there and so that's the thing and honestly it wasn't nothing that Carlos Quadras he didn't look bad in it he just like looked a little bit long in the tooth and I think uh, Rodriguez the kid who beat him uh he deserved it he kind of beat the brakes off of him and then he just he lasted it he this is an unforgiving sport especially when it comes to age man mm -hmm. so it, it's literally it's literally the young the the young bulls in here, man. They take yeah. over, man. They take over, and that's really what it comes down to. I loved everything I saw from Rodriguez. Um, this boy has the ability to think on his feet really well. Yeah, he had a lot of Lomachenko esque angles, I guess. And, and he got I, he got caught a little bit. He did. Uh, he got caught. He a got little hit bit too. probably a lot more. I mean, than he it is boxing, so you're going to. He got hit more than he should have. But I, honestly, I don't think that's necessarily indicative of 
his defense, Carlos Quadras is a monster. We've seen him fight, you know, whether it's Estrada, whether it's uh, Chocolatito or whatever. So, you know, this guy's been in with the cream of the crop. So yes. you're, he's going to get his shots off. It, it doesn't matter who you are. He's like, he's not a, you, I mean, he was a champion. So this is, this is somebody who's, who's going, you're going to get touched by him. You're not just going to come in here and think just because you're young, you're just, you can beat him, yeah. but you're not just going to school him. In Cause he came like in that. smiling. He said he wasn't worried about him, but he really should have. One thing about Carlos Quadras is one thing I noticed is that he is a he's 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 kind of got this Sugar Ray Leonard thing to him where he just especially in later rounds where he just throws not for power but to score. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You see you can see him. He'll take a deep breath. It's, it's kind of like a poker tell. He does a deep breath. Now I've said four, five, five punches. Yeah, and it's always the same combination. But he's he does that just to make it look good. Right? He's a fighter, and he, it's almost timeable. And Rodriguez kept catching him with that uppercut all day. Yeah. So I really like Jesse Rodriguez. Now the the most current youngest champion above Devin Haney. Yeah. Probably he looked like he was 13. So that yep. Mexican years, mm-hmm. the one he's 35. <laughs> isn't, it fun, isn't it funny how you, how that can happen? And mm-hmm. I, we've seen it quite a few times. It's just like you get a replacement fighter, somebody you didn't train for, you didn't prepare for. Yes. And then what, didn't you also have that person who's kind of almost trained and prepared for anybody, not just a single yes. person because they're ready to go. And if they're, but just comes if in they're and really wins good. The title. Yeah, those are the dangerous ones. And then you're, and then you're just sitting here like, yeah, I lost, but it's like that's not who I should have been fighting. You say it to yourself. You say it to yourself, but I mean, I don't know if you're going to prepare any different. I mean, especially for that first that person that you're going to fight, you should be prepared to fight. Period. But you are meant for a certain style when you're trying to fight. And and that's and that's good. And this is one of the things where, depending on the whether where you're at in the sport. Are you the fighter or are you the promoter part of it? Because when you're just the fighter part of it, the promoter controls all that. And whether you had really the time to prepare for it, guess what? Show goes on, buddy. That's what it is. Yeah. Quadras felt it today. Him and he still got the back knee. Yeah, still got the back knee. So it's I'm still, gonna sign him up still, for uh, Dr. Pimple Pop. You know what? You know what? Uh, um, I mean, this this sport just teaches you just like always be ready. Yes. Always be ready. And then also it's uh with this, with the kid with Rodriguez, it's uh Give an ode to uh the uh the not the late but um newly retired Tom Brady, mm-hmm. you know if it wasn't for Drew Bledsoe getting injured, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a shot. He doesn't win a Super Bowl. He doesn't become Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You know Juan Francisco Estrada, he doesn't come. He doesn't come out. Yeah, he doesn't get this opportunity to become the youngest champion. Yep. and whatever. So it's just like I think. Um, and then like of all time, he's just the current. Yeah, he's just the current. Champion. Yeah, current youngest champion. But it's just like maximizing and seizing the opportunity when you have it, especially something like that. I mean, it's beautiful to watch that you come in, you get the opportunity, and not only do you take it, you run with it. So uh, hats off to Rodriguez, man, for winning the title, uh, becoming the youngest. Uh, it was a super fly. No, it was a flyweight. Yeah, super, flyweight, super flyweight champion. So congratulations He's to you, kid. Buck 15. So. All right. Let's talk about Keith Thurman and his performance against Mario Barrios. Mario Barrios, man, for a guy who was a former world champion now, I, I feel like he's his last two fights may have just turned him into the gatekeeper now. If I was him, I wouldn't take the next offer they offered to him. Um, I mean, is this about Mario Barrios or is this about Keith Thurman? I'm not going to try to say anything good about, good about Keith Thurman to you. It is I'm about Keith Thurman, but not enough. And, and you know, that's my man. But not enough to the point where I thought his performance was so good. Because now I'm not sure if Mario Barros was as good as we ever thought he was. 
I can, I can definitely see that. I, um, but as much as I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Keith Thurman. Mm -hmm. Do I respect him? Yes, of course. And the same how I felt about, you know, Danny Garcia, you know, any of that kind of things like that, whether, whether I I like it or not. So Keith Thurman did exactly what he needed to do. He came in here, got him out of there. He looked, he looked really good good doing it though. But then I think it comes down to the level of competition Mm -hmm. of what he was actually capable of too. So now it's, you know, Keith Thurman wanted the title shot. And do you think he's deserving of the title shot? Well, I'm going to answer your question with the question, unfortunately, because that's what I do. Yeah. So this is the thing. We know what we want to see next, right? And this, and I, I, Are you I, talking about in boxing or the welterweight division? Welterweight division what? specifically. We, mm-hmm. There's only one fight anybody wants to see. I've had this conversation with other people when I said Spence was ducking my man. Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford, right? And they try to say, well, who who is he done this and that? And I'm like, hey, the universe comes full circle, okay? Mm-hmm. Three years ago, we were talking about who ducking Spence. Keith Thurman, Thurman. Right? And what happened? He lost to who? Pacquiao. Right? Now, when the universe will always balance out. So now what's happening is we got Spence taking on Ugas. Yeah. So now, well, now for the universe to balance out, my assumption is Ugas is going to get the upset now. And then Keith Thurman Spence probably just happens. But now let's take a look at how the reality of boxing works. Spence should beat Ugas, right? Should. He should beat he Ugas. Should. Ugas is a live dog. But now... He doesn't promote himself. We have the free agent to Terrence Crawford. Everybody wants to see that fight. But now we got Al Heyman ran PBC or the, you know, the board of Al Heyman. So now with that being said, the reality of it should be that Spence will fight Thurman next. After this? Because he's going to keep it in house, Al Heyman, unless Spence actually speaks up and says something about it. So one of the things that I saw, um, one of the things that I saw, like with Terrence Crawford becoming a free agent, he's talking about, I did everything mm-hmm. that I can do. Um, I voiced it. I've had my opinion. Now it's up to the fans and everybody who's surrounded the boxing. Uh, there's no more person deserving than the winner of the Spence Ugas fight than Terrence Crawford. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how that's made out of anything else. So, I mean, I, under, I understand what the, I understand you. The politics as much, is- as much, as much as I hate to admit when you're right, you actually predict a lot of these fights and how it turn out and all those kind of things. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're pretty good at that. I'll, I'll give you that credit. Well, you know, Ms. Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Samson Simpson, I stick by the story. And it, so it, it's, but no, I don't think Keith Thurman can just come in here off name alone. No, no, not off name alone. You took a lot not of time off. It's just like we got cats like Boots. Mm-hmm. We got. I mean, you got. He took so much time off. He lost his hairline and his ponytail, bro. Yeah. That's how much time got, off he took. He got married, so it's just like we we do need to see him in there with you know a lot another live dog though. So uh, he got married it, and turned and got Homer Simpson in his hair. You know, <laughs> I. I think people saw some things of Keith Thurman and said, "Hey, I can, I can beat with. I, he's not the Keith Thurman of old." And uh, I, I I'm going to say good, he he looked he looked no he looked really good, but it's one of those, uh, you know, innocent until proven guilty type yes. things. It's just like oh, I, I have to see I have to see him in there with somebody of value, uh, mm-hmm. and not just Mario Barros. But I understand that. But he did his job. He did exactly. He came in. He handled mm-hmm. him decisively. He took him out and he got the win convincingly. So that's what you're supposed to do. It's like, it's just like I said, it's not the 50 50 fights that you should win. It's the fight that you should should win. win. And for other people out there who always like to throw that comparison, I don't think that at that weight level, at that 147 pound, if it happened today, 
that Javante Davis technically hits harder than Keith Thurman. It's the shots that he was hitting Barrios with that made it worse, and that's that deadly uppercut, bro. Yeah. Versus the overhand or straight right. You can take those shots a lot yeah. better. But those uppercuts, they sneak up right under you. It's a wrap. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. It's a wrap. Yes, sir. So, I mean, but, okay. So. Keith Thurman, great as a performance. One time. B plus. I feel like that's respectable. That's a very respectable grade coming from you. Yeah. That's a B plus. That's so, okay. okay, so it's like I'm not – there are some NBA players that I'm not a fan of, mm -hmm. but I never want to see him hurt because the game needs him. Mm -hmm. There is Keith Thurman. Boxing needs him. They need him in yes. this 147 pound division. He it, it's just better with him there. Yes, he's it not is. essential. It it's just better it when you have is. that many. The more great fighters that we have, it just makes it more interesting because yes. it's more wild card. It's more fights to be made. Everything doesn't have to be a championship fight for it to be no. a good fight. We've watched many non-championship fights together that are end that up are being great fights. I mean, because like even okay, so. How many, I mean, you know, you got the, you know, whether it's Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury or something like that. We, there's so many fights that are great mm -hmm. that doesn't have to have a belt and ball. Yes. So, you know, That's even true. if he doesn't fight, whether, I'm not saying he's going to become a gatekeeper, but he doesn't have to be the champion or fight for a belt yeah. to stay relevant. And then, so that's the one I and, like, but I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he's back. Yes. I'm glad he's back. And historically, we've seen how hard it is for fighters to regain belts. Yeah. It doesn't happen often, so. Well, I'm you glad got, to see you got, well, you got 50, I'm, you got 50 belts for a weight class now. It's a little bit easier yeah. than it used to be. I am, I so. am happy that Thurman's back. and But also, I, I hope that other young fighters see and learn. Because what happened was he, he rose. Mayweather retired. He rose to the top real quick, right? Yeah. Started believing his own hype, his own press clippings. We've seen this. Thought, thought we've that seen, he, we've seen we, this. This happened to Teofimo Lopez right now. We've seen this. This is what happens, man. Uh -huh. It's like, hey, the... Do you, any athlete at 19 years old got the million dollars, right? Yeah. What happens? Yeah. They, they have four baby mamas and other things, and that's any race. So let's talk about the miracle man, Daniel Jacobs, who needed a miracle and did not get it this time. I'll go first. I thought he won the fight. Mm. It did get close at the end. Okay. And when you're not at home, you really shouldn't let it get that close. Or at least it, when you're not at least anywhere in your country – you should not let it get that close. And okay. he is a way better fighter than Ryder. <laughs> what does what Danny Jacobs do this? What is it? He fights to the level of his competition. We are in – hold on. Give me, give, me one, give me one quick second. Give me one quick second. So We are episode 176 right now. This, this is what this is. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. There has been multiple episodes we had where we talked about Daniel Jacobs playing to the level fighting to the level mm -hmm. of his competition he didn't do enough he didn't throw enough i don't know what it is mm -hmm. it pisses me off because you yes. know what hold on you know what i thought about too and this is this is one of those things that it just blows my it just blows my mind so okay he won. He didn't. He didn't win this fight. He didn't do enough to carry this. And then also, one of the things. This is boxing. This is boxing. And you never want to leave it in the ref's hands no, if you have if no, you have the choice. So I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna. Uh, okay. So this is. Well, or whatever. So we got a name, a Dimitri Pirog. So That's Dimitri first loss. Right okay. before they fell, he got diagnosed okay. with cancer, got knocked out in the sixth round. Okay, so 
Before what? He got diagnosed with cancer. This is before. Okay. We'll let that slide kind of. Triple G. Mm. Which was. Canelo. Mm -hmm. John Ryder. Which one of those names do not belong? John Ryder. John Ryder. Ryder's in the same. So, right, so we're going to, we're going to, I mean, you don't want to dismiss it, but yes, he was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, he lost. Uh, six round. No one six is, round. No one is like, out here demanding a Ryder versus Triple G or Canelo. Yeah, yeah exactly. So who he lost? Who he lost to? Shouldn't even be mentioned. Okay. Right before this, he fought Gabe Rosado. Yeah, and and that who was I a thought, split. Who I thought he lost to? Gabe Rosado beats John Ryder. John, I think so. Gabriel, I, I think I think Gabe G beats John Ryder. Protect Jermaine. Tell Jermaine. Uh, that's, that's, okay. Think, yo, that's, a, that's a good win for him. Okay, okay. Look, look, look. Okay, look, look, look. So these are these are Daniel Jacobs' last few fights. Gabe Rosado, win. Chavez Jr., win. Canelo, loss. Mm -hmm. Sergey Derevinchenko, win. Mm -hmm. Maciej Suletsky, win. Louis Arias, win. Triple G, loss. Sergio Mora came back, and that's her second fight. Mm -hmm. TKO, Peter Quillen, Sergio Mora again, Caleb Truox. Like, 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 like that resume is impeccable. Why the hell are you losing to John Ryder? That's crazy. That's crazy, yeah. It's because exactly what you said. Fighting to the level of opposition. When you, he, he, when you almost die, you should get the killer instinct instantly, right? Because that's the only thing I think he's missing here. Is that killer okay. instinct to turn up? Or is he fighting too safe? Fighting too safe. Fought way too safe. Way conservative. And then what pisses me off is then you look at, you know, the way he, the way, if he would have went at him the way he went at Sergio Mora that second fight, this would be a snuff film. This would be. It would have been a snuff yes. film. Like there yes. was no, there was no animosity. There was no, um, what do you call it? There, you know, no guff. There's yeah. no. No angst, no yeah. nothing for him to, you know, that he tried to get at it. So, yeah. and, and, you know, that kind of makes me upset because, like, we are on this show, Square Circle 101, are a fan of the Miracle Man. We are a fan of Daniel Jacobs. I'm a fan that I he, thought he beat Triple G. I thought he I'm beat Triple G. I'm a fan he that he was dating Angela Simmons. Like, everything he's done, in my personal opinion, is he was. Oh, man. Yeah, he's, he's not, he's not gonna. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He was, yeah, yeah. He was not gonna never nice. I follow her on Instagram. She's <laughs> super bad. Anyway, anyway, so John Ryder, congratulations for the win. That is a great name to have under your great belt. Great name to have on your resume because Hope Ryder, because the last fight that he had that I I believe I thought he won against a big name, I want to say it was Callum Smith. Callum Smith. And that was a fight I actually thought Callum Smith lost. So this is a good good one for John Ryder. Now capitalize it because this is going to move you up the rankings. So now, John Ryder, besides Daniel Jacobs, his last two fights after that was a Joseph Jerko and a Mike Guy. Could you find any more typical? Those are definitely those are those are those are those are porn star names, but yes. those are made up names. It's just like yeah. uh -huh. these guys don't really exist. Uh huh. You <laughs> might as well put Adonis Creed in there, right? Mike guy, right Mike the guy. girl. Just <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my goodness! That was uh, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I was know. very disappointed in Dan Jacobs. Even after when I first when the fight first ended, I was upset at the decision. And then all I did was get mad at Daniel Jacobs, not the rep, not the judges. And that's the thing. Even if I disagree with those judges, I'm because we know how good he is. All I did was just get mad at him because like 
you should have never let it get this far. So I kind of put, I, I kind of think about like being in a judge's shoes. Like, do I give you this fight because of your name, or do you, or I make you lose this fight because of your name? It should never get to this, and I should punish you. Yes, because this like, is why I'll like, never be a judge. Is, <laughs> I can oh yeah, never be a judge. Oh, e I'm easily bought. I'm easily bought. Like, it, like it's fighting just, runner. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch uh, it today, round. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "What are you talking about?" He was like, it wasn't the rounds. Not even the fight hasn't even started yet. No. How do you have turned in my card right away? <laughs> <laughs> so, he turned in a card with two minutes left in the in the round. It's just like, no, nope, I know who won this round. I see how this is going. Yeah, well, we'll talk about this one. I know you didn't see the fight, but it was uh, Zara Abdullah versus Jorge Linares. Okay. Jorge Linares outboxed this guy for the first seven rounds of the fight. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so how much can I actually trust your opinion that he actually outboxed him? It, 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 you can look Pretty decisive. Because Jorge, it, it's because once he started cutting that the space, yeah. Abdullah hits pretty good, and he took it to him. And they stopped him on his feet in the 12th round. Oh. So it was a legit win. Jorge Linares still looked good, man. But it's... He's father, is it father time? Father time. How, how old is Jorge Linares? 36. 36. Um, Faden. And he just signed a, a promotional deal with some random promotional company that um, promotes this dude, Zaur Abdulev. He speaks a little terrorism. But uh, Jorge Linares, 36 years old. Am I correct? 36 years old, yes. yes sir. Yeah. And Stella Resume didn't look like I think he should retire, but he should start considering. He has two fights left for this promotional deal with RCC Promotions. Never heard of him. Mm -hmm. um, and really should be considered what's life after boxing now. Because... I think he he I think he lost, but this loss is taking him out of another title shot, which he, of course he wants now. And with someone like that being the younger fighter prospect on his promotional camp, he's definitely going to be second shot. So we'll see what happens with Jorge Linares. I'm a fan of the guy; I do like him. But I want to talk about this next one here. Now, I wish I could go back in time and talk about this like it happened, but it didn't. It happened this past weekend. And it was, uh, you know, what do I always say? Sometimes if you got two old fighters, but when they're fighting on the same age and same level, even if it's past their primes, it, sometimes it can make it look great, right? You know, it was just on the other day, grudge match. <laughs> and I don't think I actually, I, I don't know, I've never saw it all the way through just because it's just like, this is, it just didn't sit right in my soul watching two old guys go at it. So and, the Super Bowl just passed, right? Mm -hmm. And you're seeing crazy pair up with commercials. This is grudge back. They're like you got you got a, you got a draft board of actors. They're like who we who haven't we seen in a movie together? And like Italians, Stallone, De Niro. Wait, they've never been in a scene together. <laughs> there we go. Boom. <laughs> He's Italian. He can box. Whatever. So Kel Brook. Hey man. Hey, you got you got Rocky versus Raging Bull, man. That's what it is. That's that's how they pitched it. Man. That's how they pitched it. But Kel Brook and Amir Khan. Special K versus King Khan. King Khan is one of my favorite nicknames. That is a dope nickname. That is a dope nickname. You know one of my favorite movies that I watched that I put on the background? I put on uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, the one with Khan, or, mm -hmm. uh, rather Khan and, and I just, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I thought he played a great con in there. I'm not even. I'm not, a, I'm not. I'm not a Trekkie or whatever. But no. I did like. I did like the commercialization of that too. But those that, King that Khan, little series of Star Trek movies, though. I I like them. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like, but American Con. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you talk. 
Well, first and of all, then, I know I want to know your thought process when you spend uh, when you make a bet on King. On okay, so this is my thought process when I make a bet. So one, the, well, I don't I, think it was a crazy bet by no. Okay, no, no, no. But this is no. This is my this is my thought process when I take a bet. So I, want, no, I, I usually this bet. yeah. This no. This okay. is no. This is what it is, and this but this goes for most of the bets that I pick. The fight, the fights that I bet on, I bet on a fight where it's 50-50, where either, either guy can go. Yes. And then, you play the and then I usually play the odds yes. to the underdog. Yes. So I've done it with Oscar Valdez, you know, and I've, I did I did it with, um, uh, we just talked about him, who beat Pacquiao just now. Oh, Ugas. Uga, I did it with Ugas. That, so, it, yes. so I look at him like, hey, he's the underdog, yes. and, then of and course, he has uh, the possibility to... Yeah, yeah. And I was like, he has the possibility to win this fight. And I truly believe Very that he chance. has everything. Mm -hmm. Amir Khan, when he fought Canelo Alvarez. He was winning the fight. He was winning the fight until he got KO'd. Mm -hmm. All right. This is the man who beat Marcos Maidana, mm -hmm. who gave Floyd one of his closest fights. Mm -hmm. He was he, a guy who he swore. He dropped Maidana with a body shot. Dropped like everybody him. said he was ducking him. Yeah. His hand speed is damn near second to none. Mm-hmm. Yes. He has great accuracy. Mm -hmm. His chin is awful. Yeah. And I thought that he could keep him off him with his speed and his boxing. But Kel Brook, I mean, I know that he had both of his eye sockets broken, you know, by Triple G and also by Earl Spence. So I know he's tough. But I'm going to take the boxer over the puncher. And that's what I did. I took the person who had the better odds mm -hmm. to win the fight. And I thought I thought Amir Khan could take that. Yeah, I thought so. But, Actually, but the I, thing is, I thought so too. I, I thought it would at least go to a decision. If I lost a decision, the way that he lost was <sighs> pathetic. Horrible. It was terrible. Horrible. Ter you just, you know what? So this is like... <laughs> you know, you know what this reminds me of. I don't know if this analogy is actually, you know, quite it, but you know, if a, a good-looking girl gives an ugly guy a chance, and then the ugly guy starts acting like he's the man, this is where it has. Because you mean when a when a hot girl gives any ugly guy a chance, and he acts exactly how any man would act in that position? <laughs> yeah, well, no, because the thing is, man. There's some guys who get, yeah, some guys who get girls, and then it's just like, hey, she's just a girl. But you got, you just revitalized the Kell Brook because now he's really feeling himself on him. Granted, this wasn't for a belt. He probably had one foot out the door before this he, fight. He's like, yeah, man, I just want to beat this guy and then retire. Done. You know what? I'm still pretty good. I'm yeah. like, this is not the, this is yeah, not the measuring, down, this is not the measuring stick where you need to yeah, uh, fight to go. Amir Khan is done. Yes. Yes, he he said he's not retiring, but he's know. he's done after this, man. He just there was no fight in him. There was he came in, I, and you know what? This is embarrassing. It looks like Terrence Crawford's camp don't know what they're doing, cause you cause after you got beat, after you got knocked out by Terrence Crawford, you went to Omaha and you started working with his camp. Now, what I think with you can't, it does, you, hey, you well, can't teach and coach hard. You can't, and also. I think we all know that the greatest of whatever it is don't make the greatest coaches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and like for an example, um, Virgil Hunter. Yeah. There's a possible um, Freddie Roach. Yeah. Average fighter, but for Amir Khan, I think he peaked too early. 
He got won the Olympics silver medal, seventeen years old, yeah. world champion by twenty twenty one, and he left Freddie Roach, and then after that, no real growth, no real growth, and, man. And, you Even know, with going through different trainers, nobody taught him anything new. Got stuck in these old habits and the same rhythm. Watching it too easy to time. Also watching, um, watching this fight, it just. <laughs> I, I just thought he would outbox him. Yeah, I just thought, it, I and thought then, so even before, really even did. even before the fight, I, really I thought uh, I thought Kell Brook was talking a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. Like he was going to get emotional, mm -hmm. go outside the game plan, start wilding and swinging. And mm -hmm. I thought I thought American was calm, but I don't know if that was a calm because he was scared. I'm not going to say he's scared because he still got in the yeah. fight, but I, I I just don't know what he was thinking because the I'm American sure. that it, what he's capable of. And how good he really is. It's really disappointing. It is disappointing. It is disappointing. Uh, here's my next question for you. Two. It's a two-part question. Same Ooh. answer, though. Um, Brooke or Khan? Hall of Fame? Uh, I, I say yes for Amir Khan. Multiple, multiple belt division. Multiple division champion and silver medalist in the Olympics. Even Kel Brook, though. He's only been, I think, a two-division champion. I literally had... Uh... I literally had a conversation with this about uh, about just sports in general. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody, even of us of our stature, should have the right to decide who goes into the Hall of Fame. I think that should be people in the Hall of Fame and boxers alone. You ruin things. No, I, I, I do. I, I do what it is because just like how, who am I to tell? <laughs> Who am I to tell Kel Brook? Hey, man, I don't think I'm you're not, a Hall of Fame. I understand. I Which one of us is prettier? Listen, listen. Uh, no, I love I, you both. You know what? No, I understand what you're trying to say. Which it one is, is your favorite hard. kid? <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're trying to say, but the thing, it, it just, those things kind There's of There's a lot of me. intangibles you can't really you measure can't. on paper, man. I you can't. can't. And kidding. then so it's kind, of, it's kind of hard to say. It's like, it seems like they're just letting almost anybody in like Hall of Fame nowadays too. So, and that, and that's the thing is it's like, you let too many people in, it's not special. Yeah. It's just like, hey, everybody's in there. Everybody's doing mm -hmm. it. it. It's like they just did the NBA Top 75, and I'm just like. We have the Top 100. The way I, I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Keep a Top 50 and boot some guys out. That's what it should be. It's just like. They make keep this, adding 25. Make it's like, what about like, yeah, The top 300 players of all time. This nobody cares. It's yeah. nobody cares. It's like then you only care about the top ten and just everybody's in there. I don't. I don't like it. It, 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 bo it bothers me. We never go beyond. What's what they like about boxing? They never go really beyond top, top ten. Top ten pound, pound for pound. pound. That's what yeah. they over. That's what it is. And, and then even then, you can six, make the six you through, six through ten make, is six through ten is interchangeable. Exactly. Anyway, it's you usually can, only the first three. You can make the list lose it the same week. Dude, man, we just had that one weekend where it's just like, hey, man, we gotta have to kick two people out of the top ten or whatever. So it, it's didn't, you know, didn't it's, shed a tear doing it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not. I, I can't really weigh in to say if they're yeah. Hall of Fame, and then I just don't. <laughs> they're they're still fighting. You don't know what it is. You don't know, but yeah, no. I I, I mean, I, should we go over the resumes? You want to go over the resume? Do it. You do. You want to look at the resumes. Let's see. We got time. Okay. All right. Let's see. Who do you want to start with? Uh, let's go with the name we can spell easiest. Probably Amir Khan. <laughs> well, you can spell Kel Brook, right? Is that, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> I'm gonna say, hey, man, come on, don't, don't. Uh, I don't want people to think you're, you're actually dumb. Let me get my mic here. And <laughs> <say it. laughs> All right, you got Kel Brook, forty and three, twenty eight knockouts. Uh, 
So, Amir Khan. Amir Khan. Yep, Amir Khan, Terrence Crawford, Crawford. Mark DeLuca. uh, Oh, Sergey Robchenko, uh, Errol Spence, Triple G, Frankie Gavin. um, Sean Porter. Sean Porter. A lot of British names, probably. Uh Uh-huh. Anything stands out? So nothing that really no nothing that stands out there. Right, let's go to the top. Let's check out Amir Khan. All right. And we're just going. We're doing. Yeah, this we're just, just, just names, names alone. So Thirty-four and six, twenty-one knockouts. Mm-hmm. So Kale Brook, Terrence Crawford, Sammy Vargas, uh, Phil Agreco, mm-hmm. uh, Canelo, Chris Algieri, Devin Alexander, Luis Calazo, Julio Diaz. Carlos Molina, Danny Garcia, Lamont Peterson, Zab Judah, Marcos Maidana, Polly Malinaji, Marco Antonio Barrera, Breedis Prescott. Well, the I mean, going to res- resume, so I'd say Amir Khan, yes. Yeah. I say Amir Khan, yes. Yeah, I'm with that one. And out of mm-hmm. the two, that's, I agree with you on this one. Yeah. I agree with you on that one 100%. And for Amir Khan, man, hang him up. You're still young. You you very you you still have your wits together. You speak very yeah. articulate, a lot better than Kell Brook, and I like Kell Brook. Yep. But you you have a career outside of boxing, one hundred percent. He's a movie star. He's what, pretty Bollywood. Uh, yeah. Why not? Why not? Right? Why not? While Kell Brook does Ricky Hatton stays in the same neighborhood, probably drinking the same bar. So they both should probably hang it up. But Kell Brook, like, he's not going to get either one of them now. Uh, Jaime Munguia, man, this guy is. I've, I've, I'm still not sold on Jaime Munguia, right? But also, I don't think I'm not sure if I've been allowed to really do it. But he's also got this Canelo type resume: 39 wins, I think it is. Can we look it up? He bought, he fought a Demetrius Ballard, who was an undefeated fighter. So it's good to have that on your resume when you're a young fighter. as other undefeated fighters. I'm not familiar with Demetrius Ballard. I've seen the name here and there, but I've never seen his fights. He took care of him. He, he took care of him. He properly. took care. He took care of him. His his first big fight in his hometown in Mexico. I think they did. Uh, What's his record? He's thirty nine and zero with thirty one knockouts. I think they did a good job with uh, with his resume. I think they managed. I, him I think really they. Well. I think they managed him really well. Mm-hmm. So it's just like so you know Gabe Rosado, which I thought Gabe. Could have won. Could could have won that fight if he, you know, stuck to his game plan. Uh, Spike O'Sullivan, Dennis Hogan, uh, Liam Beefy Smith, the the snuff film which we saw in Saddam Ali, which was I I, I'm surprised they even put that on TV, man. That's one of those. Hey, man, turn the camera off. Turn the camera off. The people that handled him, they did it right because I remember right after that there was in the talks real quick about throwing him in there with Triple G, and I'm so glad they did it because they might have ruined this boy's career. I, and this is one of the separations from I love this sport to uh, you know over UFC. Yes, is because he's thirty nine and zero, and I'm I'm still not sold mm-hmm. all the way. Yes, with this guy kind of like let's say Jaime McGee is a really good fighter. He's really good, yeah. but I don't think he's How is he? okay. Who is you know who my favorite current fighter is right now? Right, Terrence Crawford. Who's my second favorite fighter? No, no. My second favorite fighter second, right now. Second favorite fighter right now. Uh, Caleb Clint? I don't know. Who's no. Shakur Stevenson. Shakur Stevenson. That, I've said yeah. that many Duh. times here. Yes. So, and the only thing I have with Shakur Stevenson is kind of like what I have with him. Great fighter. He hasn't fought nobody to where I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a statement fight where mm-hmm. you winning somebody who 
it's 50 50 or you could have possibly been the underdog. Mm-hmm. And then like, so he goes in with Canelo, he goes in with triple G and I'm like, I'm taking Canelo. I'm taking triple G. He yeah. goes in here. Hold on. Let me, let me go because he's, where is he? Middleweight. So this is probably going to be, I think it was at 154. It'll probably be his last fight at 154. Cause if you, I watched the weigh in on this one, he looked like he was going to die until he saw what the weight he made. Like it is, it's yeah. just, as soon as he saw the weight, he flexed and got off that thing real quick. Yeah, because he looked really bad. So they gotta stop. They gotta stop making this boy cut this weight. Okay, and let him move up. so He's too young. so one fifty four. Do you think he beats Jermail Charlo? Mm, no. Do you think he beats Erickson Lubin? Maybe. Yeah, it's a good oh, fight. That's a good fight. That's it's a, a really, fight, it's a really, really good, good fight, really yeah. good fight. You know, so Tony Harrison. That would be a good fight. That would be a good. I, I mean, like I think he beats it, Tony Harrison. Okay, so um, he doesn't beat Brian Castano. Brian Brian Castano. Mm-hmm. So we got we got Beefy Smith in here. He beat him hey, hey, they got Austin Trout as IBF num- rank number four right now. Wow. That's crazy. But, okay, that he's, he's, he's he's older, but even him be fighting Austin Trout. Austin Trout, man, he's still good. Might have lost he, that, but still good. Still uh, so, good. yeah. And then, okay, say he moves the same. Okay, so right now, Muhammad McGee is ranked number one by WBC behind Jamal mm-hmm. Charlo. Do you think he beats Jamal Charlo? No. Do you think he beats Ares Randy Laura or Ryoto Morata? Laura may, Laura, I don't know. Laura's about done, so maybe. Uh, Moyarta, I don't know. That's a close. That's a Triple game. G. Yeah, no. Demetrius Andrade. Definitely not even close. <laughs> Chris Eubank. That would be a good fight. So, so that's a winnable fight. I think he beats. I think he beats Eubank. You know, so, so it's just like, no, is he a great? Is he a good fighter? Mm-hmm. We we know that he is. We know that he is. But it's just like. He's he's in Ashley Chris Stevenson where I, I think once he fights a real name with a a great contender or a mm-hmm. champion, that's when we're gonna know exactly what we're dealing with. Yes. So I don't know yet. I, I I'm don't still know not yet. sold on him too, man, but I do like watching him at very entertaining oh, yeah. by Jaime Medea. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I want to see more of him for sure. So now one thing I do want to talk about here before we start moving on is Are you familiar with Pluto in astrology? That Pluto's not a planet no more. That they 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 said it. It's not a planet like ten years ago or something like that. Well, I'm talking about like zodiac sign astrology, not actual space. So you said Pluto and astrology. Astrology has to do with outer space and all that kind of crap and stars and stuff like that. And Pluto was a planet. So how are you gonna tell me? So just say astrology, like what what you what you lie about I think with females I think with, and then well, <laughs> Pluto as a planet that more goes into. Physics and space travel. Versus no, that, that's not what it is. C- continue. Okay. Anyways, continue. The planet Pluto, and this is by Googling Pluto in astrology. So what it does is it represents death and birth. It takes more than 240 years for Pluto to return in the same position it originated when the natal charter began for those blah, blah, blah. And that's all it is. Death and birth, right? So the last time we were in Pluto was the Civil War. Okay. So in terms of sports, that could possibly create upsets. So now, since we've been in Pluto, we've gotten Mike Garcia lose, Gary Russell Jr., Daniel Jacobs, Quadras just lost, and Pacquiao had the upset. So that could possibly, to me, what I see is the post Mayweather era is mm-hmm. is officially started. 
Like, Mayweather is the era of boxing. That's how we measure it right now, right? Uh-huh. And even for Canelo, it's probably going to get tucked into the Mayweather era of boxing, even with his own legacy and everything. Okay. Right? So now, when I look at this, we're just... It, and all we're doing is witnessing another era on the rise in the tail end. So we got to get ready for people we like to see that we're watching leaving already, Pacquiao and everything else. So for me, I'm thinking with with this... Ugas probably win the. F- I might put money on him beating Spence. Okay. This is another upset generated. Okay, so uh, I'm with you to a point on some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I do like the reference to life and death, and you know the starting all over or whatever. I I really dig that. You actually. see where I'm going. With I saw this. I saw you were going with this. Um, and then what you brought up with the Mayweather era is mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I've said you know years ago is that I wanted Mayweather retired not because I don't like him because you know I'm a Mayweather fan he's oh, on my route but he's on my Mount <laughs> Rushmore yeah <laughs> but I think it's better without him because mm-hmm. people are more prone to fighting each other mm-hmm. and I think we have like this arrows I'm not even going to call it Terrence Crawford we have this Errol Spence holdout mm-hmm. you know fighting Terrence Crawford but as far as that. Everybody's been pretty. I mean, okay, you got you got the Canelo sweet sweepstakes that mm-hmm. we have on there, and you yeah. say that can be lumped into it. But we're getting we're come becoming a place where people are starting to fight more. We just had mm-hmm. the I don't know if you have it coming up, but we just had the Dylan White sign the paperwork mm-hmm. for him to fight Tyson Fury. So those fights are getting made. We just I mean we just had the you know the trilogy of the Tyson Fury. It's just like there's so many people that are lining up to fight each other. You know whether yeah. it's. Um, Oh yeah, so Earl Spence is fighting Ugas now. Mm-hmm. You got Boots in it's like, you know, I, I just think it's gonna be open. Now that Danny Garcia has a loss, now that Keith Thurman has losses, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just like where People boxing. People are protecting that, less zeros. And that's exactly. It exactly. should be, you know, there's no more mm-hmm. there's not a lot of cash cows left. It's just make the good fights, so it's gonna make you mm-hmm. as most amount of money. Yeah. So I am happy that where the state of boxing is going. I'm very happy with it and I like these upsets because sometimes oh, yeah. I, I like especially the Mikey Garcia one because it's not every the now, end. It's, it's not, not the end. end. And every now it's and then not. you need to get checked. Yeah. You need to get checked. Because mm-hmm. you spend more time on your ring entrance than preparing for the fight. I'm interested in seeing where TFMO Lopez is gonna come back. I do too. Because how are you gonna come back? Yeah. Because this is gonna define the rest of your career and legacy. He said he's gonna come back. You come he said back. he's gonna come back better than ever. So I'm very excited to see the, these okay. losses. The only time I made that proclamation was usually if I'm 30 seconds in with the girl. Uh, That's it. Only time I've ever said that. So I'm just I'm just happy of where we're going, and uh, hopefully less and less people are scared to lose their zero. So yeah. the more people have their losses, the more you know that it's not over. We just I mean, we just got done watching mm-hmm. Kelbrook and uh, Amir Khan, and both these guys have what yeah. twelve combined you know losses or yes. whatever you know something like that. So it's you're in a great you're in a great position. You don't mm-hmm. have to be undefeated. You're going to get the fights as long as you're fighting. Exactly. We said that we we sound like broken records, I know, but that just I know. but no, but th- that just shows you we know where we're at and we know what we're talking about. Yes. And I love that we're going after unifications because we almost got a Castano versus Charlo rematch. And there's a couple ways this is going to go down. It depends on how much money the PBC is worried about with this fight because. I think the public would rather wait for this fight just to happen. But I don't know if you want to have the money you spent on camp wasted, right? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So for And if they don't get an opponent soon, they're going to have to postpone something back. 
because they won't make it in time. Look, I don't count people's I don't count people's pockets, but like you know, some of these cats that only fight like once a year or once every two years. I don't know how y'all survive it, man. It's just are you what you guys eating just pop tarts or whatever. But also sandwiches? at the same but at the same time though spirit of competition how are you not getting there fighting how are you not at all especially i feel like we've seen less of the big names fight in 2021 when things opened up more in 2020 you know who's one of the greatest villains of all time uh well the, probably bane from dark knight oh, oh yeah oh we're not we're, okay yeah yeah i'm not even going to talk about how much mm-hmm. i love bane show enough the shogun of harlem from last dragon mm-hmm. you know why because he repped wherever he stepped foot in and he was ready to do his own dirt his own work and he was ready to By fight himself. everybody so enough we need more shoguns of harlem and yes, boxing we yes we do we need show enough back it, it, it's just like why are you not fighting i mean i understand if you don't have to but i'm like are you guys like i like i understand mayweather yeah i understand canelo mm-hmm. but even canelo's fighting twice a year bro yeah and none of you guys are getting paid like he is. Not even close. So, those not are, even close. So that's kind of things that's uh, interest me. Now the the names in the running is going to be Jamal Charlo and Tim Tazu. I'm sorry, gets Jamal Charlo's Tim Tazu or Eric Lubin. Unfortunately, I don't think Eric Lubin is going to get it. <laughs> you I wanted I, I wanted the hammer to win that first fight. I don't know. Yeah. I picked him off pure. Now, did you hear Terrence physique. Crawford's? What he yes, said. he said if he doesn't get the winner, he's going up to 154. For that winner. And I say, if, let's say Castano Charlo happens, we get a unified champion. I say Crawford deserves a fight because he was the unified champion. One division comes up, you give it to him at 154, you're going to get paid and make money. Now. Hold on. Now hold you on, ask hold me. On, about, hold on, okay. hold on. Crawford unifies 154. If he goes up. Oh, easy. Jermail Charlo, they got WBC, WBA, IBF. You got all this belt, and you got Brian Castano, WBO champion. Mm-hmm. There is nobody I see in these top 15 of each. I think, I, I, this is what I'll tell you. If, in a world, if Jermail Charlo, Charlo and my man Castano actually fight, Charlo wins, he moves up to 160, vacates belts. If Castano wins, he fights Terry Crawford. That's what would happen. Charlie don't want those problems. Don't want those problems at all. Now uh, nobody wants those problems. Nobody does. You're telling about Ricky Hatton's boy or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, I saw uh, Ricky Hatton. Is it? Oh, it brings me. It brings me to another thing too, man. And it's uh, okay. So um, I wasn't paying attention to that, uh, that much, honestly. Uh, Ricky Hatton just had a, a fighter uh, got knocked out within a minute, minute and a half of his fight, and whatever. You just see it. And we've seen Ricky Hatton in the corner of a lot of people, and. Uh, and then you know how, you know how your thoughts, like your brain, your brain, how it just works, man. You're yes. You just end up. You see one thing, and then it just goes off into its own flurry, and then you you can't you uh you just start thinking of different things. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing is when I saw Ricky Hatton was just like how much discipline matters in life. Yes. And then it just and then and what I say that too is because like I I I show I show my girl. Uh, she ever since she started dating me, she started watching more boxing and stuff like that. And then so yeah, uh, choice, she's but... no, not by choice, of course not. So she's Filipino, so of course you know we go to Pacquiao. Yeah, well, she's getting better. She knows mm-hmm. she's get she's getting better. Are they all but, Filipino fighters? Jerona Cajas, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, Donito Donaire. So um, you just see 
when I told her, I was like, that's the guy who got knocked out by Pacquiao and Mayweather who looked bad. And she was like, that don't even look like him. Face all big, you know, it's just like these boxers once they stop fighting. Mm -hmm. You, you see, hey, you see Tim Bradley. He's been eating real good ever since he started with ESPN. I don't know how they found the Black Teddy Atlas, but they but did. The <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know how it. they did it. <laughs> I see it. No, but you, Andre Ward looks like he can fight tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. If he if looks good. Like, 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 I'm like, hey, yo, this is still, I mean, he looks like he's still in it, though. Mm -hmm. So, I, uh, um, well, De La Hoya is a little bit bigger than he yeah. was, but even uh, Bernard Hopkins, mm -hmm. they still look good. Like they're still putting it. Mayweather, like you see, you see people yeah. who are still mm -hmm. in shape after retirement and stuff like that. And I just think that's kind of, I think that's just one of those crazy things of just how much diet and how much yes. like discipline just that you take that day that just played in life and, and i think a lot of times with, with with fighters when that happens it's a couple different things ricky had i think it's more depression the way things yeah, yeah 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 with tim brad i think it's, i'm so relieved that i don't yeah. have to go to training and then it's just now also now check this out now now the flip side of that coin is you your your girlfriend or your wife was dating you while you were a boxer and you're in shape and now you're retired and you got fat and you blew up. Uh, I mean, oh, what if man. your girl did that? What if your girl was always in shape and looking good and then she retired from working and just put on 40 pounds? You mean like every dude who knocked up their girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, how would you feel about that? I'm like, hey, yo, fellas, man, do better, man. Do I'm better. I'm, I'm, I'm helping the ladies out there if, for that one right if, there. If you got a super bad chick. And you know she's probably a little above your level. The only way to keep your girl is to look better than your girl, and she'll never leave you. Because she'll want to make sure that nobody else sleeps with you just to save you. And that's some facts right there. Now, the reason why I brought up Ricky Hatton, because one of the reasons why world champions don't make the best trainer is because I believe after that knockout, and now this talks about him fighting Marco Antonio Barrera. Who? Ricky Hatton. Guy, trading the guy. Saw him get that first round knockout. I can still do this. Dang. Hey, you know what, though? Yeah. Who who did we just... Dang, I wish I would have wrote this down. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the Mexican fighters we just watched over this past weekend, uh, his fight... Uh, Eric Morales was yeah. training him. Mm -hmm. Who was that? Oh, uh, I don't remember, man. I know you're talking stay about. On, stay on task, man. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to be this was, uh, this was uh, on the zone card. That was, yeah. Yeah. So this was... It was uh, William Zapata, I think. Or the dude he beat. One of the two. It was that mm -hmm. fight. But... Yeah, so, always talking about Mexican fighters. Miguel Burchelt is returning to the ring March 26th. First time since losing to Oscar Valdez. Yeah, that that loss probably deserved a year to take. Ah, uh, hey um, man, you. Have we heard anything on the status of Robert Easter Jr.? No. Okay. I have not. So this is a good thing there. It's one of those things is, I forgot he existed until you just brought it up. Well, that's why this is a good thing because that means we're not here about no charges, we're not here about no arrests, we're not here about him involved in anything. <laughs> Except for the wrong place at the wrong time. So, before we speak it into existence. <laughs> you see that? Man, I saw one of those, you see that one in that funny hood video where the chick was trying to interview this guy? And he was like, he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, how are you doing? Was, that? was that a camera? He's like, yeah, so you saw everything. No, I didn't see anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually blind in my left eye, <laughs> my right eye. <laughs> for real. So, now uh, so we got, we're going to make a couple picture. But before that, I want to talk about the announcement of the. Looks like it's going to be Shakur Stevenson versus Oscar Valdez. Do we want, in your heart of hearts, do you really want this fight to happen now? Yes. 
I don't know who to pick on this, of course. Uh -oh. And we'll wait until the fight. Get closer to the fight. You know why I want this to happen now? Why? Like tomorrow? Because Shakur Stevens is a young kid. Whether he wins or loses, he still wins. He still wins, yes. Oscar Valdez ain't that much older, but Oscar Valdez is also... Established. He's established. He's established. He should win this fight because of that, but he's going against the potential of the greatest the, of all time. Oscar, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on in my Lennox voice. <laughs> man, we've been speaking highly on Oscar Valdez for years, man. I've always yes, liked this kid. I've always liked this kid. Always he's got kid, every... Man. He has every every all, all box you want to check for a champion fighter. Uh, Work ethic. He's got. Yeah, there might be a couple hundred Oscar Valdez's in there. There he is. Thirty and 23 KOs, man, and gave us. Robson Canseo. You got Shakur Stevenson coming up. Miguel Burchell, Jason Velez, uh, Adam Lopez. Mm -hmm. Scott Quigg, Genesis Cervania, yes. Miguel Mariaga, that was a great uh, hero siege Osawa, that was a good fight. I mean, this this kid continuously impressed rose me. to the challenge yes. and impressed me, which all of them. The, so the level, the thing he did to Miguel Burchelt still amazes me. The way that he beat that, he broke him down. He he he, he did. If if nobody's seen that fight. But you watched Lomachenko versus Teofimo Lopez. What Teofimo Lopez did to Lomachenko, besides knocking him out, is the same thing mm -hmm. Oscar Valdez did. And he did looked six. marvelous yeah. doing that. Yes. yes. So I, as we get closer to this fight, I'm, I'm so hyped about it. I think this is going to be – this is a potential fight fan fight of the year for – non-casuals, just diehard fight fans because this could turn into a boxing clinic. This is one of those things where – it may be me and you watching this by ourselves, man. Yeah, I it's, it's like it, it, I watched the last. Let me see the last big fight that I watched by myself, or like not even including you, just because mm -hmm. like you know it, we watched a lot of big fights, yeah. like just such two was uh, uh, Mayweather and uh, Shane Mosley. Hmm. I watched that. I watched that by myself. The last fight, big fight I watched by myself was Timothy Bradley against uh, my man who knocked out Pacquiao. Uh, Juan Manuel. Juan Marquez. Mm -hmm. Marquez. That was the last fight. I bought that pay-per-view and paid for it and watched it by myself. Hey, man. That's what he knows. Just like, okay. Because that's I need Tim Bradley's full, I, need, I was like, I'm, I need this. Mm -hmm. I need to focus on this by myself, too. So oh, you must have lost like, your mind when he got dropped. It, when he got hurt. Not dropped. The one highlight for Shane Mosley. In that I'm ball-headed. almost pulled out my hair. Almost pulled out the roots. I was like, whoo. <laughs> that, and that, you know what? That second round is the reason why I watched it by myself. Yeah. I don't think I could be around anybody. I don't know yeah, because after that happened, he turned into my man. James oh, he was Roper. just like he said. Yeah. He said he tried to embarrass me on TV, huh? And he literally said he literally said, "Okay, let me tighten it up." Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. And I think mostly landed like another punch. <laughs> he landed something, but nothing much. I was uh, I was playing around on YouTube not too long ago, and it was just it talked about like. The five times Mayweather almost got knocked out, and it, all of it were just clean punches. Yeah, he didn't get nowhere near getting knocked out, but it was just like that. The time he's ever really been hurt was Madan at the end of the third round of the first fight, and then the, that at the end of, at the end yeah. of the round. He even looked at his corner like, he's like wow, oh, was like, I'm glad that was <laughs> yeah. the end of the round. Oh, cool, yeah. And then everything else been easy work. And I and I, I had I hate defending him when it comes to the Pacquiao talk with people. He's like, oh, Pacquiao's hurt, and I was like, no, I'm not telling you no. guys. 
Mayweather made him look mediocre. It's the same results every time. Every, every time. I've been saying that from day one. Time. And he'll, he'll, he'll even tell you, man, Pacquiao's the most difficult just, guy he fought. You just make and it easy. Look. Make it look easy work. Easy work. Easy right? work. All right. Now let's talk about return to the ring. Jose Ramirez versus Jose Pedraza. This is a very Sniper, yeah. good fight right there. Mm-hmm. Very good fight. And Jose Ramirez should win this, but Jose Pedraza definitely has a winnable chance. Yeah. Josh Taylor returns. Sniper's been in there with some live dogs as well, yes, man, too. Yes. So he has the experience. He could take it as well. Do you pick Pedraza by any means? Are we, are Who we, are you picking? I, I, don't, I, I don't see Jose Ramirez losing this fight at all. I'll take, I'll take Pedraza just because I don't like you. Okay, okay. Uh, Josh Taylor versus Jack Catterall. You can take Catterall if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening, bro. Not happening. Yeah. Josh Taylor, man, I think he handles his business. Uh, this could possibly be his last fight at 140. And then he goes up to 147. What do you think? Is this is this a premature decision? You do. I mean, just look at if you're of Josh Taylor, look, and I'm look. looking at the lay of the land. I'm like, look, look. I'm not one, one of the. Thing really I think worked. one of the worst things Dwight Howard did was leave Orlando, mm-hmm. being a big fish in a small pond, going to LA. Yes. Hey man, don't go in there. Don't go in there and look mediocre. You're gonna go in there and look real mediocre. It's, I'm not gonna say he's gonna. Okay, that's that's bad play on my part. Really I'm not gonna say he's like, he's really good. Stay around 140, man. Just you know, it's it's not that it's. I don't think it's a talent thing. It's it's comes a name recognition thing. Yeah. And there's been too much of us mouth water water in the mouth for what we want, yeah. and your name is just not in the mix. Yeah. So you won't be able to get in and really get, get what you want, disrupt it as much as, as as even we can feel you might deserve. So, but you should definitely take care of Jack Catterall, and I I, I would say two more fights at one forty, and then vacate, and move up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just about to say something else that I can't remember now. Uh, oh yeah. George Camboso. I was just about to say because like George Camboso can move up, mm-hmm. Devin Haiti can move up, Javante Davis can move up, and all that kind of stuff like that. And then you got uh, Lomachenko can move up, you know, the one for just depending on. So um, now we know Haney's making a push to get at George Camboso now because I, I from watching boxing so long, this history is going to suggest that it's going to be Lomachenko who's going to get the fight because if there's anybody who can negotiate this deal. Bob Arum. He'll close it too. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101. Hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. And don't forget to get that download, the new N Word mixtape by Shooter coming out soon. How are we winning? There are two kinds of people people on my team or losers. That's it. We out.